Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. Hey hey, it is the MMA Gym Podcast and after what, year and a half off, I am back in your ears and just in time for UFC 246 Fight Week which will of course take place in Las Vegas this Saturday. It's going to be Conor McGregor taking on Donald Cerrone in a welterweight main event. So before we get started here, I must remind you that this podcast is sponsored by OwnBets ohmbet.co.uk these guys have recently just launched in the UK they're the world's number one MMA sports book so go check them out if you like to uh, place a few bets on the fights you can place bets on everything from the prelims all the way up until the main event they have the most markets in the MMA betting sphere so make sure you go check them out and hey they're a big part of why I'm over here in America covering the fights so I'm going to be here all week in Las Vegas for Fight Week and what I'm going to try and do is give you guys a unique perspective on what the atmosphere is like here down on the ground. I'm going to be taking part in all of the media activities which will begin on Wednesday in a minute. I'm just going to give you the schedule of what's going to be taking place this week and give you an idea of what you can expect. But this podcast, I really just want to kind of use it as my audio blog, give you guys the insight. I'm going to try and talk to as many fighters, trainers, fellow journalists down here on the ground so you get the best insight into what a Conor McGregor fight week is like in 2019. So I got here earlier today. I travelled from London Gatwick to Vegas, got on the flight at 9am, and I just like to get here a few days early. The time difference is crazy from London to Vegas. I believe it's eight hours difference. So, you know, that takes a while to get used to. So I normally like to slide in to Vegas on a Monday and try and get myself acclimatized. It doesn't always work anyway. So I've got Monday here. I've got Tuesday here to try and do that. But on Wednesday is the day that everything is about to kick off. So on Wednesday, we have our first event for Fight Week, which will be the UFC 246 press conference. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting one. We're going to have Conor McGregor himself and Donald Cerrone. That's likely to uh, be compared by Dana White himself. So that will be the first time that we see McGregor and Cerrone together. And uh, no doubt we'll get the first stare down between the pair after that's completed. It's going to be interesting to see Conor in front of the cameras and I guess in front of the wider media for the first time. He's done two interviews already. One with the Mac Life, Oscar Willis, my dear friend, got that exclusive ahead of Christmas, I believe. I think it was around Christmas time. He went over to the Monster uh, SBG gym in Dublin, Ireland, got to speak uh, with Conor. I'm sure we've all seen that interview on the Mac Life channel. It was an interesting one, wasn't it? It felt like... Uh, Connor hadn't been in front of the camera for for a while. He felt very, very serious, quite intense, and not his usual kind of jovial self in, in the way up to fight week. There was uh, very few um, kind of quirks from him, and no real kind of one-liners, and nothing really to kind of grab onto. The, the message really was that he's back in training. He's taking this very, very seriously. Um, that he was just looking forward to getting back in the cage and fighting. 
That interview today has been followed up on the Monday uh, by Ariel Halani's interview, sit down with him at the uh, UFC Performance Institute here in Vegas. I believe that happened uh, just a few days ago. And that was released today on the ESPN MMA channels. Again, it was um, slightly more like the Connor that we're, that we're used to. There were some very, very interesting points on there. Uh, you know, first of all, we've got to say well done uh, for Ariel for going there, I guess, with the difficult questions that a lot of people were criticising in the media uh, that they haven't been asking those questions of late. What, you know, all that stuff in the press that has been talked about while Con whilst Connor has been out of action, uh, all, the, all the allegations that we've seen appear in the Irish media and allegations of um, that he, he's been accused of, Ariel kind of went there and tried to dig into those and to kind of get a response from him. For the most part, Connor didn't really say much, um, but you could see that he wasn't so comfortable asking those questions. And, and good for Ariel, who has been criticised almost as being a PR merchant for, for McGregor in the past, uh, did do true journalism work there and, you know, did go as far as asking the difficult questions. Um, the second kind of thing that I got from that interview with Ariel was the paycheck. Now, Connor's claiming that he's going to get $80 million uh, for his fight this weekend, and he, and he claims he made $50 million from the Habib fight. I don't, I don't quite know how those numbers are ever going to stack up. We probably won't ever get, I guess, full visibility uh, of, of how that $80 is going to add up. But what we will get on fight night, likely, is uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission always publish the, the kind of purses that each of the fighters take home. And those are the kind of over-the-table salaries that each of the fighters are paid um, on fight night. So we'll at least get to see that number, but then there's all these sorts of endorsement and sponsorship deals, that st the stuff that we don't really get to see, which will probably make up the bulk of that 80 million. But it's still good to, it's still good to get a kind of reference point to what sort of paychecks Connor is taking home. I guess the, the other thing he was mentioning was the, the, the interest in going back into the boxing realm and stating that he wants a rematch with Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao was also um, on, the, on the radar as well as the Paulie Malignaggi fight, which God forbid that ever happens. The, the boxing stuff really, really does not interest me that much. I, I feel that was almost the distraction that got us to the point where we were. If you think of where Connor was uh, at that point, where he kind of moved away from, from the MMA game after beating Nate Diaz for the second time and then fighting Eddie Alvarez. He really was on top of the world. And it's just such a shame that he never kind of carried on from that point. Who knows what sort of mark he would have left on, on the MMA landscape had he just continued when he was on that phenom phenomenal role before he went and took that year off and fought Floyd Mayweather. And I guess just all the nonsense that has just followed him around ever since. He, even like when he returned against Habib Nurmagomedov, I, I just don't believe he was a shadow um, of what he was before he left that. So that the talk, the talk of again heading into the boxing realm, really, really does not interest me. But that does appear to be on the on his radar at least following that interview with Ariel today. I guess I guess the the other point uh, from that interview was just. Um, the sort of different attitude we saw of Connor, he started having a bit more fun with the interview than he, than he certainly showed during the MacLife one. So I hope that is a sign of things to come later this week, that we do start to get to see a few glimpses of the old McGregor. It would be 
quite fun at the press conference if he did flick the switch, if he did turn into uh, the kind of promotional mode that we, we kind of know of him. Because we look around, you know, just look around uh, everyone, uh, I guess in the MMA community and I guess the wider MMA bubble outside of that, the more casual fans. I think it's fair to say there's a lot of people that don't know that Conor McGregor's going to be fighting this Saturday. And I think the UFC and Conor himself, they really do need to raise the intensity of the promotion this week because you look at the videos like the one that Pete C. Carroll just published on MMAfighting.com. He hit the streets of Dublin and, and it's a great video because he basically went around asking uh, people on the streets of Dublin whether they knew if Conor McGregor was fighting this week. And I think it's fair to say for the large part, most of most of the people outside of the true kind of MMA fans didn't actually have a clue. And I always... I always, 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 when I land in Vegas, whether it's for um, International Fight Week or just when I'm here covering uh, big fights like the McGregor ones, I always get asked by my Uber driver on the way from the, from the airport to the hotel what I'm here doing. Most of them are, are very chatty. And the one today, I, I mentioned that I was covering the McGregor fight and he could not believe that Conor McGregor was fighting this week. He was asking me if it was boxing or MMA. He absolutely had no clue. And he could hold a relatively decent conversation about mixed martial arts and the UFC. He seemed to know a lot of the, who the current UFC champions were. I think he he was a fan, but he just did not know. And I'm not too sure whether things have been lost over the festive period or whether people just are not as interested as they are, or, or, or the way, sorry, have they have previously been in Conor McGregor. And I think this as the week progresses, I'm hoping at least that the interest in the wider kind of uh, fan base ramps up because at this point in time, it still feels relatively low key. So on Wednesday, we'll get our first glimpse of McGregor and Cerrone at the UFC 246 press conference. We'll then move on to Thursday where I can't tell you the location, but we will be having a media day here in Vegas, which starts at around 10 and doesn't finish till five o'clock in the afternoon. So all of you thinking us media types are here, in Vegas over on a jolly. This is going to be a long, long day. And essentially, we're, who are we, we're going to get access to the whole of the UFC 246 undercard. So there are some absolutely fantastic undercard bouts that are going ahead this weekend, which are, will probably somewhat fly under the radar. But the likes of Anthony Pettis versus uh, Carlos Diego Ferreira is, is a great fight. We've got um, Askar Askarov taking on Tim Elliott. More, you know, really great matchups, and I can't wait to speak to some of the guys on the undercard. But I guess what I'm most excited about on Thursday is that for the first time in a very, very long time, we're going to get to speak to Conor McGregor on a fight week media day. Now, I think I posted on my Twitter a few days ago that I cannot remember, and I've covered all of McGregor, pretty much all of McGregor's fights in the UFC, uh, apart from one, um, which was, I believe, his fight against Max Holloway. Um, I think the last time we got to actually speak to McGregor on a media day was the Dennis Seaver fight um, ahead of that Chaz Me Chad Mendes bout in 2016. So that is a very, very long time ago. Normally we get to speak, we get to speak somewhat to uh, McGregor at the press conference, but really that's we have just got used to having very, very limited fight week availability. But this week we've been promised uh, a whole hour with Conor McGregor on Thursday as well as Donald Cerrone so that's great to see I am actually as I mentioned really pleased that's going to happen because that is going to give us more opportunity to speak to Conor in, in an environment where 
um, hopefully we can we can start to draw out some of his old character. We, as I said, we we really do need to build excitement for this week, and I think that is probably one of the main reasons why he's been made available for us on Thursday. So that that media day. Uh, will take place then and then the next day Friday will be weigh-ins day of course the actual official weigh-ins will take in uh, take place at the fighter hotel at around 9 a.m uh, Vegas time that morning um, they will then be followed by the ceremonial weigh-ins later in the afternoon at around 3 p.m Vegas time so I'm actually expecting well I've not heard anything on this at all but I'm expecting perhaps a press conference before that with so many eyeballs being attracted to the last stare down between McGregor and Cerrone it would make sense for the UFC to put on a press conference and they usually do that to kind of um, put in front of as many people as possible that the big title fight's coming up whether that's going to be the likes of uh, uh, John Jones coming in, Guan Yin Jacek taking on Weli Zhang, obviously Dominic Reyes will be taking on John Jones. There's quite a few title fights that are booked for the next few months, so I wouldn't be at all surprised if that gets announced. That there's been no official word on that. Then, of course, on Saturday, we will then have fight night. So that's the schedule, and that's what we're kind of building up to here in Vegas this week. I'm going to be attending everything i'm going to be trying to get as much exclusive content for you guys as possible i'm going to try and rope in as many as my media colleagues to kind of give their uh, opinions and kind of perspectives on fight week as it builds up i would really appreciate you guys supporting me this week so if you want to give me any feedback you know where you can find me on twitter instagram the whole lot even tiktok now i'm even trying to give uh, tiktok a go uh, though I seem to um, have stumbled across the fact that it's pretty much uh, a much younger audience than the likes of Instagram and Twitter. So I don't know how much MMA is going to resonate on there. But anyway, you can find me on all those channels at MMA underscore Jim. I'm really going to be hoping uh, to keep pumping this out every single night this week just to give you, even if it's just 15 to 20 minutes, just tiny little updates of what is going on here in Las Vegas, the kind of behind the scenes look and I guess what the word on the street is, uh, I think it's... Um, I think it's pretty common that we all see the stuff on BT Sport and ESPN and all the stuff coming out of those channels these days. Uh, but it's it's pretty rare that you get to, I guess, hear from uh, a, the, the unique perspective of a freelance journalist who doesn't have any censorship uh, just here on the ground. And I, I hope you can appreciate that and kind of join me for the journey as we build up to Fight Week on Saturday. So, oh my God, it is what? It's coming up to about half seven already here 7 30 p.m on monday evening you'll probably be listening to this on tuesday i'm already absolutely knackered the jet lag is real when you're flying from london to las vegas it always makes for an incredibly incredibly long first day here on the ground but i've found generally if you can last till about 9 9 p.m 10 p.m you can kind of get yourself in the time zone so hopefully fingers crossed i'll be able to wake up at a decent time tomorrow and it'll be all uh, all steam well, can't even speak anymore full steam ahead from there on out so anyway thanks for supporting me make sure you kind of follow and subscribe to the channel whether it's on um, whatever you're listening to this on this will be on Spotify iTunes 
uh, wherever you kind of get your podcast from so whenever wherever you can make sure you subscribe and make sure so you get notifications every single time i post a new episode this week so there we go i will speak to you guys later this week thanks so much for the support thanks for listening and of course make sure you go check out ownbet.co.uk this week the number one mma sports book who are supporting me and my trip over here to las vegas something you already know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit.